Hello, guys. Hi. Welcome to another episode of When Football Met Soccer, where we talk about all things football, on the pitch, off the pitch. Well, it's almost the start of the season. We have Community Shield next weekend. What is Community Shield anyways? I have no idea what that is. It's the first place of the Premier League against the Carabao. No, the EFL Cup Does it even matter? It's a cup. Yeah, but I don't think they care about it. Who's playing it? Well, it's supposed to be City City, but since City won both, then they go to the... So that's going to be the first game to kick off the English season. Damn, we're almost in August. That's crazy, huh? Yeah, I know, right? Hope everyone's staying cool in this heat wave, uh, unless you're in the Southern Hemisphere and it's winter Great. right now. This is your second time talking about the weather. The previous episode, you also talked well, about the weather. Well, this is important. Sure. Weather That's plays what, a big role in I, your daily life. I hope this is not a reflection people of what die, you do. People die from extreme weather. Th- that is true, but I hope so it's, it's not a reflection of what you My talk personality? about yeah, with other people. Well, how many, how many small talk conversations do you have? A lot, but we we rarely talk about the weather. But oh, sure. look, it's raining again. Oh, it's so hot. Yeah, I know, right? It is really hot. Mm. <laughs> Thank you for walking us through your conversation. <laughs> that was, yes, scintillating. So let's start with the FIFA Women's World Cup. Yeah, it finally started. Yes. Uh, we barely watched any games. We so. watched a couple full games only, the ones that we could watch from... Yeah. The Pacific, uh, sorry, the Eastern time in the US. Yeah, I've only watched, I think, USA, Netherlands, and Argentina versus South Africa. But it's, we've talked about this before. It's very hard to watch any game. I'm going to try to stay up tonight to watch the Morocco South Korea game. It's going to be very hard because it's at uh, midnight 30. Do we say midnight 30? No, we say 12 30. Okay, well, it's midnight 30. That's a French thing. <laughs> it, it, you got me at least. It's midnight 30 uh, uh, today. Well, Sunday, so we'll see. But the one thing I would say about this cup is there's a huge gap. Uh, granted, I've only watched the highlights uh, from Fox, which are very short. It's only four minutes. Huge five gap minutes. between what? A uh, huge gap between the uh, the top teams, the favorites, and the relatively newer teams to the competition that are under development, mm-hmm. like Zambia, Morocco, Vietnam, Haiti. Uh, most of them, it's their first World Cup. So let's go to the list. First time participants. Haiti, Morocco, Panama, Philippines, Portugal, surprisingly, I didn't know that, and Republic of Ireland, Vietnam, and Zambia. So what is the story again with, um, I've never seen, I have, so have I seen the Republic of Ireland in the Euros? Yeah, probably. It's just Ireland. It's just it's a just separate Ireland. between Ireland and Northern Ireland. But Republic of Ireland is actually Ireland. It's yes, a, it's the Ireland. Dublin. It's Dublin. It's, yes, it's, it's, it's Dublin. Yes, correct. Yeah, okay. it's, it's, it just doesn't include Northern Ireland, right? It's Ireland. Got it. Okay. And, yeah, but they compete separately, the United Kingdom, right here. It would be like no, no, Wales alone. No, they each have their own. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Yeah, they yeah, compete yeah. separately. The, the, I don't think the United Kingdom competes as a one entity Just, in, many, in many competitions. Yeah. The, the Olympics is Great Britain, right? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I don't, I'm not so, sure. Uh, if, so I was talking about Great Britain. Okay, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so the favorites are the U.S., Spain, England, Germany, and France, apparently. Although the Netherlands were not bad at all. You watched them... We watched them against um, against the U.S., but the disparity is indeed massive. It's just like you you can tell that the they don't compete on the same level. It's like very much like professionals versus, and I don't mean to be mean, amateurs. But yeah, professionals versus amateurs. So I'm going to look at three examples. I'm going to start with Morocco. Obviously, um, they lost. Uh, is a massive, horrible loss to uh, uh, Germany, six zero, and it's the. Um, 
the like I I was I was researching this and I found some fascinating facts about uh, uh, women's football in Morocco. It's like very very new, super nascent. So the country only created the professional women's league with two tiers in 2020. That's crazy. Only 2020. And basically, Morocco used the fact that the uh, 2022 uh, AFCON or women AFCON, what do you call it? WAFCON? <laughs> was going to be organizing <laughs> WAFCON. Uh, can you just take this seriously? I'm sorry. <laughs> WAFCON. <laughs> sorry. Okay. The, the, the WAFCON was going to be organizing their country to basically try to restart it's women football, like build it again, build the infrastructure. They hadn't participated in, in the in the AFCON since 2000. And they managed to reach the final in 2022, so losing 2-1 to South so Africa. So they had a women's team, but before 2020, there was no professional league. There was no professional so league. So how did they play? They only played for the national team? Like, how yeah, does that work? Yeah, I think work? so. I think so. Isn't that weird? I mean, okay. like... Um, I, was it because there was just, at that before that point, wait, no funding and no money? Yeah, I, I think, yeah exactly. I think they probably didn't care at all. Okay. And so not, Africa is kind of similar, right? Because basically what happened is that CAF canceled the 2022 women's uh, Wafcon, Siren, or uh, that's uh, redundant, right? Women's Wafcon, uh, because of the uh, because of COVID, and instead of that, they took that a reason to create and approve the Champions League, the CAF Women's Champions League. So first time it was created is 2020. That's how crazy it is. Like I but didn't what, even realize. But Morocco didn't even have a league. Yeah, yeah, at that point. So, did so they compete? basically, yeah, they did both. So the first edition of the uh, CAF Women's Champions League. Uh, it was it, it was basically launched in, two, in the twelfth uh, on the twelfth of September, twenty twenty, and Mamelodi Sundowns won the first edition. You remember them, right? They're, yeah, they're the South, South Africans. Af- yeah, they're like basically the Brazil of Africa. And so the women's team is also good. The South Africa, yeah, yeah, they're they're, they're really good. And the second edition, Morocco won it. This team called AS Far. It's basically the team from Rabat. It's kind of like the uh, the, the 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 Real Madrid, but not really in performance. But more like because it's royal. So in their freshman related. year of their creation, exactly they, they won. <laughs> it's like ridiculous, no? I, I, I what, a, what a competitive league! I know, and they dominate Mamelodi Sundowns for zero. Why are you making fun of this? You should. I'm not. I'm not. I'm just like that's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and uh, no, no, it's either really impressive. No, no, but or I don't think I don't think it's competitive. That's the problem, right? right that's that's what why. I, that's, that's what I meant. Like, or or everyone just sucks. The level's too low. Yeah, right? the level is. You just really need to too inject low. a little bit of money. But cra- but that's crazyly surprising, don't you think that like all these years while Europe was doing massive efforts, there was no league in Morocco in a country. Um, sexism. Yeah, I don't know, but I'm sure I'm sure that's the case, right? Like nobody cared that that much. Like the the the, the federation, all that stuff didn't care. But but I, to me, it's really surprising. And also, apart from the England-born Ayan, uh, the, she's a player uh, in Morocco. Morocco does not have overseas-based players who are both experienced and playing at the highest and level. And Ayan is where? Barcelona? Tottenham. Tottenham. She's just re-signed. So, okay. obviously, most of their players are from these ASFAR team, right? And they, they there's no, like, massive competition. The goalie, as well, is from that team. And she sucked in that game. You should have watched that game. I don't know if you watched the highlight, but they basically scored two own goals. Yeah, I saw the own goals. Yeah, and and, and the, the goalie made horrible, horrible mistakes. So, it's... I don't think I, I still want to encourage them. I still think they can do a really good job. It's just that it's we're not there yet. I think that's the problem. And it's good that they're doing all this stuff, that they're making all this progress. And Morocco's organizing the 2024 WAFCON, so okay. that's a good thing. So they're trying to make more progress. I mean, this is actually a good thing because in two years, look at the progress they made. 
right? they need to have just so more just, uh, just some willingness from all these uh, people in the federation they were able to get to the final of the WAFCON and to get to the World Cup for the first time ever as the first Arab country so that's that's amazing but then again you look at Nigeria and it's a completely different story they won the first seven African championships and through their first 20 years, they only lost five games to an Afri in, Afri in an African uh, competition. I'm sorry. So that's that's amazing, right? They're a really good team. I don't know if you watched their game against Australia. They won 3-2. Massive team. Really good. Really good. And weirdly enough, <laughs> there is no... I don't know if they have a league. So how come... You, wouldn't you expect the Champions League to be won by a, a team but from Nigeria? But they have Nigeria? Overseas, mostly overseas Exactly, players, yeah. Right? So apparently, they have great squad depth players in PSG, Sevilla, Barcelona, and Houston Dash. So I think that if you look at their diaspora, there is a lot of Nigerians all over the world, right? even in the U.S. So that's interesting. Yeah, that's true. But you can say thing, the same thing about Moroccans in Europe. Yeah, but like, I don't but know. They haven't trans that hasn't translated to the women's team. Yeah, exactly. I, I honestly think what it is, is a lot of it's culture, right? I'm not saying that the Arab culture is sexist, but like Arab women suffered Are sexism. No, no, no. But seriously, like Arab women suffered sexism in for years and years. And I think that's why... Uh, Nigeria and South Africa are different because that's not the same thing. And that's also true, right? Like if you grew up in a European country as from a Moroccan household or something, mm -hmm. you probably, as a woman, as a girl, just less encouraged than of the course. boy. Yeah, yeah. Right? And, it's, it's, and, it's, and it's, it's, it's still persistent to this day because if you look at all the comments online after they're lost, it's horrible. Like people saying you belong in the kitchen, like all these fucked up comments that they say about women. Dude, it's their first fucking participation ever. And the men, apparently, when I went back to look at the facts, men, when they first participated in a World Cup, they lost 6-0 to... They also d belong in the kitchen. The, the men, yeah, yes. obviously. <laughs> but like, it's... it's, it's, it's they are competing with Germany that, that has had years of experience, years of building, and people are so unhappy. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, why are you saying this? I bet you can't even play. Like, this is, it's ridiculous. If you look at the history of the women's Euros, Germany just dominates. Like, oh, dominates. All the time, all the time. They it, probably won, like, I think, around 80%. Yeah, no, they're, they're yeah. so good. And people are being so mean and it's all of that stuff. I'm, I mean, it just goes to show that we are still making progress, but we're definitely not there yet. We have a lot, a lot and to And plus, you have to give cut in the stack. Germany has a tendency to do this. I mean, do you remember when they beat Brazil 7-0? Yeah. 7-1 and, and they, like, Germany is very clear. Like, we're not, it's like a Bayern. There's no, uh, there's, there's no the, mercy. There's no mercy. Yeah. If I... If I start scoring, you're fucked. I'm just going to keep scoring. Yeah, no. I mean, there are people who talk or about... Or Bayern Barcelona, remember? Yeah, they, like, they, there are people who talk about sportsmanship and the, the, the quote-unquote nice thing to do is to stop scoring after a certain point. But do you remember... I mean, people don't... I, I think that's bullshit, right? Do you remember US? They they beat Thailand or some country 14-0. Yeah. The should, women's team, I mean. Nah, there shouldn't I mean, be any mercy. Yeah. If you score, you score. And plus, it's for individual caps and goals, right? Like, if as an individual player, you scored another mm -hmm, goal in the mm -hmm. World Cup, that's important to you, right? It's not just like you win the game yeah no i agree but i'm i'm rooting for this nigerian team they're amazing they're the only team to have reached the quarterfinal in both the um uh, the only african team in both the uh, the world cup and the olympics as well the summer olympics so they're they're they're, they're really amazing they tied against uh, canada in their first game and then won australia 3-2 and australia is not a bad team apparently their league is really not bad the women's league the the, the, the national league so they're top of their group right now so their chances are they're actually gonna qualify to the knockout stage which is really good so let's talk about germany and this is as as you, as you said it's just machines it's 
it's incredible how many players they have. So the women have actually won two World Cups in 2003 and 2007 and eight European Championships. So they have a lot of registered. So actually my dad told me this and I went and fact checked this. The German Football Association has almost 840,000 adult female members and 300, uh, more than 300,000 female members aged under 16. So that's like more than a million registered female players that's basically three wow. percent of the women's population in germany isn't that Jesus. crazy yeah so do these people is, it, the, is it their number one for women's sport i don't know they're not actively playing but they're all registered so they could okay. play at some point right mm-hmm. the people who are actively playing are around the 100k for both adults and actually like the people under 16 so it's just basically a school right it's not just an investment this is more than men yeah. soccer in Almost all those countries around the world. I do believe that if I compare and I take the German team, it's probably better than so many why of the men's they, teams out there. Why do you think there. they put so much? Is it because Germans, by nature and by, by their standards, they're more, you know, I, I gender, they're more egalitarian in that way? Like, what, what, why is it that they put so much energy and resources in developing the women's team? No, I As just opposed think, to other countries. No, no, I just think that what you said is correct. There, there's more equality between men and women in that country versus other countries. But there are a lot of in countries Europe. like that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then, but then you take the... After you have that, you take the German aspect of it. The boys are mm-hmm. similar, right? They're very mm-hmm. methodical. Regimented. Exactly. It's like a school. Even with the, with, the, with the men, there's like a lot of players that are registered. Like everyone starts playing super early. There's like all these like follow-ups and people start playing when they're, when they're 10, 12 and all that stuff. So it's like applying the German way to uh, women's football. So it's like very, very obvious. They're, they're a fantastic team. And obviously they have that team, VFL Wolfsburg. Yeah, so this team is, is amazing. They won the Champions League in 2013, 2014. Champions League is basically split between Barca, Lyon, Frankfurt and Wolfsburg. And also Bayern apparently is really not that bad. So Lyon is... is, is one of the... Yes, yeah, it's one of the best. The current yeah. Moroccan coach is... Or Morocco's coach, to be exact, is the previous coach of Lyon. Okay. Yeah, so okay. He's, he's supposedly really good. And I looked this up, and I don't know if you knew this. What are the best women's, actually, leagues? Like, national leagues? Yeah. So apparently... The, I did look this up as well. Yeah, the just, U.S. is up there, though. Yeah, the U.S. is up there. So I, I don't know about this ranking, but I'm just going to like mention these five leagues just because i think apparently oh i love the england's name yeah super league. i was thinking the same thing I was why like, is it called the super isn't league? that that name banned oh i don't know because of all the it's not banned but it's all the the negative connotation around that name right so but it's, maybe it's just the men's yeah just know. the men's because of what real madrid and all those yeah, yeah. Uh, fuckers tried to do but uh the, the england's national league is pretty good then you have the national women's uh, soccer league in the united states primavera Primera. I said Primavera. Uh, primera Iberdora. Iberdrola. No? Mm. That's how it is. I don't know. What, what does Iberdrola mean? Yeah, maybe oh. I should have looked it up. The Frauen. Spanish one. Frauen is just woman, no? Oh, it is? I think so, yeah. Great German. It's like Fraulein, Frauen. Like you call it Fraulein is Miss, I think. Ah. I think I, so I think this name is related right, to So the Spanish woman. league and then the German league, Frauen Bundesliga. And then apparently the Japanese league is not bad. I mean, Japan okay. is really not bad. And then you have the French league as well, but... I mean, that one's also dominated by just Lyon and then PSG and Marseille, right? It's, like, it's, not, it's not, not like some other other teams that we don't really know of. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And, and uh, I, obviously Spain, Barcelona is the, the best team out there. Like, they had some... Madrid is not bad too, no? 
no, I mean, no, Barcelona of, is most, way better. Most of the Spain team is either Barcelona, Barcelona or Madrid. No, no, but it's like really, really much better than the, the men's team. Like apparently they were on a winning streak for like months and months before they lost. And they won the most recent Champions League. Remember their remontada? No, no, no. Oh, Wolfsburg. Oh, Wolfsburg. Right, they right, were like right, right. down 2-0 two, two and then they went back yeah, to 3-2. And mm-hmm. they have the Alexia Puteas. Uh, they. I don't think she's been playing. I think she either she, she's she either, got an injury. She's right? Injured. Yeah, she hasn't played the uh, while. But anyways, I don't she know. Plays, she plays, but just very short minutes. She she gets subbed in or something. To be honest, I haven't actually watched her play, so I don't know how good she is. Um, and I don't know how good a lot of teams are. So I'm gonna go to the results, uh, super quickly. But that was just like an intro because I didn't know that much about the development of but, women. But before football. I do that, can we? Can I talk really quick about the England team? Because you went on your whole thing about talking about, you know, Morocco and Nigeria. Nobody cares about the England team. No, no, but <laughs> not specifically the England team because I find the coach very interesting. I don't know anything about the coach. Okay, so her name is Serena Wiegman. Oh, uh, interesting. Can I, I can ask you this first. Do you see like how, how many? We need to check how many uh, how many national teams have women. None. Oh, like women, as, women coaches. Yeah, women coaches. Yeah, no, no, no. That, 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 is, that is, is a thing, right? Because men can coach women's team, but women cannot I've coach. Never seen they that. don't coach men's teams, right? So are they not good We're enough? We're getting there. We have referees. That's true, referees. But at some, point, at some point, will you ever see a, a female manager for a men's team, right? I think, that, I think that, that's going to be an interesting thing. Anyway, so her name is Serena Wigman. She is the first permanent non-British women's manager for the England team. Okay, because she's Dutch. She's Dutch, okay. Mm-hmm. Previously, she was the manager of the women's Dutch team, right? Mm-hmm. She led them to win the 2017 Euros mm-hmm. after just being appointed like six months ago. So she won, because at that point, they were at a low point. This was their first European title. So 2017, 2017. Euros. W- when was she appointed with, to, to, in, to coach England? 2020. So she was, 2020. she was with the Dutch team for around three years. Oh, so she was with the Dutch team when they were in the final in the World Cup. Yes, and they all, oh. she also led them to the world, final of the World She's Cup so against good. the U.S., right? Damn. So... Um, so, so basically, they won their first European title with her, and then came second in the Women's World Cup in 2019, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right? And then she signed on to become England's coach, taking taking over from I think his name is Phil Neville. And then she won the 2022 Women's Euro with England. Oh, so she won that with them. Okay. Yeah, I and which that. was also England's first title, Ever. the women's. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh huh. And then. Because before then, like you said, right, Germany just dominated yeah, the Euros. It was yeah. them like every year. And she has won FIFA Best Female Football Coach four times since it was awarded in 2016. What's her name again? Serena Wiegmann. And only in 2016 was she not in the top three. So ever since she became coach of uh, She's the Netherlands. Pep Guardiola. Pep Guardiola hasn't even won this one, by the way, the FIFA Best Coach. Klopp has two. I think Zidane has won once. No, she's not the Pep Guardiola because she wasn't with the. Uh, she she didn't coach like. Uh, no, teams. no, no, but it doesn't she, matter because these this award is both. They take into account managers for club teams and national teams. Yeah, but I feel like for men they would ne- they would rarely give it to someone who's coaching national team. No, because uh, Scaloni won it this year. Yeah, but that's a really special case, right? Like for men, it's just going to be dominated yeah, by people. Yeah, who... I guess. I think there's sometimes there's still people who like Scaloni. She's, a, she's anyway, an amazing record. Huh? She has an amazing record. And I've watched her interviews too. She's very well spoken. I think she has a really good reputation as well. Uh, she has since taking over England. I will jinx this. But she has only lost one game. And it was a friendly. Yeah. It's it's insane. I don't know what she's doing. Because before taking over the Dutch team and the English team, they were not great. 
Wow, that's amazing. So yeah, I, honestly, this coach, there's something there. So well, uh, it looks like England is winning. They won their two. Barely, but they, yeah, yeah, they're but getting by. Who, yeah, who cares? They're they won one zero. So there's definitely someone to watch. I think. I mean, I, I don't know if she's going to keep getting better and winning more titles, but what she's done already, I think, is incredible. That if she wins the World Cup, that's it. I think this goat uh, women's coach ever. For sure, for sure. Yeah. So yeah. England won one uh, zero versus Haiti in Denmark. So they have six points. Uh, the only other teams that have six points are Sweden and Spain, I think. So, yeah, let's talk about the results a little bit. Morocco, Germany, largest win so far, 6-0. Embarrassing results from Morocco. It's like, as we said before, mistakes left and right. Germany was so superior. Uh, Morocco's next game is against South Korea and Germany is against Colombia. The other nice game that I watched or good game is Italy versus Argentina. Great game, 1-0. I think Italy won. Then Argentina, South Africa, fantastic game, 2-2. Honestly, South Africa is really not bad at all. Uh, Sweden versus Italy. Yeah, Sweden is ranked third. Dude, Sweden is so good. What is... And I they, see they, they destroyed Italy, 5-0, four goals from set pieces, and you got to watch the last goal. It's really good goal from, uh, from Sweden. They have six points, as we said. France versus Brazil, 2-1 with Hervé Renard. He becomes the first coach to win both in uh, men's and women's World Cup in like basically, I think ever. Oh, because he's the only one has coached both? Yeah. he be, Okay. So it's like, really, and also within done, a span okay. of not even one year. One, yeah. two years. USA versus Netherlands, 1-1, one, one, close and equal game. I thought the US was okay. They're better in the second half. Way yeah, better. better in the second half, but they're so physical. Honestly, mm. I am. They, they press have, a lot. They have amazing endurance, amazing physical condition. They're always running. Like, like it's the opposite of the Barcelona's men team. I feel like they don't really have a very specific tactic that they're playing at, but they just have that energy. And yeah, they have that, like when I compare it to a lot of teams that I've watched, the men they're so like sloppy and they can't like they can't press. But these guys press nonstop and they don't get tired because pressing constantly it makes you tired all the time, right? And the the what's what's her name? Huran, the scored. Huran. Everyone, everyone's like, oh, don't mess with her because she was fighting with someone, and then right after that she scored. Yeah. yeah, she's I've, she's she, she's she's a very big towering figure. Yeah, she looks like um, Holland. Yeah, I was gonna say female. Holland. They're both blonde and tall. <laughs> That's true. So. That's true. Uh, Spain three uh, zero against Costa Rica and five zero against Zambia. Mm. Horrible. Uh, Zambia, poor thing, lost two two games so far. I think both with like massive um, massive uh, point difference or massive results. Group F is crazy. So everything is possible in that group F. France and Jamaica has four points. Jamaica, crazy. And Brazil has three points. Okay. So anything can happen. Okay. Uh, if you watch the highlights, you will notice, as I, I've noticed, that goalkeeping in this tournament was not, is not great. So there's a few instances where goalkeepers are great, but overall, the level is not great in goalkeeping and defending. I think midfield and offense is way better, specifically offense. Offense overall is really not bad. Uh, VAR has been checked in a consistent manner, what I've noticed, and we've talked about this before. They, when they, when, there's a lot of penalties that have been given in this. Okay. In, and whenever they try to give a penalty or justify a VAR decision, they mm. like speak out loud mm -hmm. so that everyone happened, which is really good. I, I think like we, we want people to explain to us what's happening because we, we don't know. Oh, no, also, this. less fighting with the ref, no? Yeah, like just, and actually, that's true. They don't fight, they don't fight a lot. There's more. Women are less, you know, hot headed. <laughs> That, Probably. That, that is possible, yeah. So I want to talk about uh, Barcelona-Arsenal, right? Barcelona lost 5-3 uh, to Arsenal. 
And I don't want to go on another Barcelona rant because, uh, again, I'm really... It's okay. They're fun. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's extremely annoying. Uh, I don't understand what Des is still doing there. He's not great. He, he was on a loan to uh, Milan and now came back. Please, just go somewhere else. And also, Alonso is not great. Alonso is horrible. He's been, he's been bad the whole season. And this game, he was specifically or especially bad. And Christensen lately has been making a lot of mistakes. I heard Araujo wasn't even that great. Yeah, Araujo was not great. But Christensen has been making a lot of mistakes recently. This guy, Romeo, is not a great replacement for Busquets. Do you see him? He came from Girona. He looks super old. Right, I don't know how they're giving him. So yeah, De Young I saw didn't. That they bought. Yeah, De Young did not play initially. There's like I don't know. I feel like it was all over the place. Arsenal was way better. They scored some really nice goal, especially the last one. The what's his name? The guy who scored Fabio Fabio Viega or something like that. Okay. Yeah, yeah, he scored a really nice goal. So the positive takeaway is Abde so good. Actually, that's why I watched. Abde is great. He's dangerous. He's way better than Ferran and Ansu Fati. Like extremely better, and. Xavi was very happy with him. He, I, you saw him in the first goal. That run was massive. I, I told you this. I told you this before. He made amazing progress. I'm really, really proud of him. I do think that they will sell him because he's the only one worth something. Nobody's buying Ferran Torres. Nobody's buying Ansu Fati. So they're probably going to sell him. Torres said that he's going to stay, though. Yeah, yeah. So nobody's buying them, and they want to stay. So thank you, Pep, for giving us Ferran Torres. That was very nice of you. But... Uh, then again, I'm, I'm not really opposed to uh, Abde going somewhere else. Uh, Barcelona is just not great. I'm sorry. And Gondogan is going to realize that when the league starts. He's not they, there to win they just stuff, They but. just can't compete on a European level, in my opinion. Right? They really can't do that. And Xavi needs to stop making I excuses. I was very annoyed about what he said. It's if he, Basically, he's saying that, oh, Arsenal played like they were playing a Champions League game. Not and their intensity was... Ter- what? It's, it's Honestly, it's I don't speaks, understand. it speaks volumes of, of Xavi and his team. Because the same thing happened last year. Once they complained about the sun, remember? Yeah, like that's the what I'm saying. Was too- he's always giving excuses. And the, the problem is, is that, yeah, we all know it's a friendly and maybe people won't try hard. But, but the expectation should be, regardless of who you're playing, yeah. what you're playing, you try your best and you get results. Exactly, exactly. Right? It doesn't matter if it's a friendly or a Champions League final. Exactly, I mean, yeah, yeah we all know that they're not going to play that well. But plus, this is their preseason. Arteta's taking it seriously. No, of course. He wants to yeah. play his team and yeah. figure out his formations and how to play. Because, because people are fighting for their spots, right? right? Exactly. Everyone wants to show him so that they're good you, players. So why are you upset that they played with intensity? Like, it's not... It's, it's, it's just, I'm, that's just what I'm saying. That, that, that team lacks professionality. And also, is professionality or professionality? Professionalism. That team lacks professionalism, and they displayed that last year when they won the La Liga, and they just been sloppy after that, mm. destroying mm-hmm. the record of the their one of it's their best. It's almost like it's like lacking seriousness. Exactly, right? the, one of their best defensive records. They just like were squandering Honestly, maybe, maybe it. Maybe you're right. It's a, it's it's the manager that's not giving them exactly. the, dis- the discipline. Exactly. Look at look at fucking Pep and Arteta. Like they they, they yell at them. They every yeah. single game they play professionally. There's no discipline. They're, yeah, maybe. they're super disciplined on the Man City. Like that's that makes a, a huge difference. You complain about the sun, dude. Shut the fuck up. I, like this is really. People enough. play in Saudi Arabia, so you yeah, should just like, shut up. <laughs> I don't understand. Like stop making excuses. Arsenal was way better, and. Anyways, the, so the other thing to mention is that the uh, the producers got the players' names wrong. I don't know if you know that, if you saw that. So they re- yellow card and they're showing, like, I don't know, Araujo or someone, and the name is completely different, Rafinha. I think they had Rafinha's That's picture, hilarious. but someone else's name. And they, they really, like, messed up so many things. And apparently you said the pitch was not great. 
which is very surprising. That's why Arsenal didn't want to play or took a little bit yeah, of time to play. Late, yeah. And so the, so Barcelona is playing uh, Madrid today. So I mm. am, I'm, looking forward, yeah. I'm looking forward to seeing that because I think they're going to be destroyed. Bellingham's going to kill you guys. For sure. His goal against Man United was great. And uh, Madrid won 2-0 Man United. 2-1. A 2-1. Okay. So, oh, no. Sorry. You were right. 2-0. I think 2-0. Yeah. You know. So honestly... I'm just saying what I've said multiple times. This team is not to the level of Madrid, Man United, and all of that stuff. And they haven't gotten anyone great. Right? Other than Gondogan, who did they get? This transfer window hasn't been great for them. It's, and if they want to get, they should have been getting. They should have done what Chelsea was doing: is to get rid of, offload all those players. They didn't get. They didn't they offload didn't. anyone. Like Dest is still there. Ferran Torres is still there. Uh, Ansu Fati is still there. I mean, guys, what have you been doing? Don't you need to sell players? Thank God Messi did not go there. Thank God, look at him having so much fun. Yeah. I mean, we'll talk about that later, but it's... it's. Um, anyways, yes. anyways, yes. moving on. So, some couple of transfer things. I mean, there has been just all the talk about another Mbappe saga Ugh, drama, I right? We're all a bit anymore. sick of it. It's, to be honest, like, I don't really understand... Who do you think it's coming from? Is it coming from him, his mother, his, his manager... Or like, I think who it's, is this? I think it's him and his mother. Like, why is it general? Because it makes me feel like all this stuff just makes him look bad. Dude, just fucking play football. Nobody cares anymore. Just play football. You want to win trophies? Just go and compare yourself to Mahers. So what, go and compare what happens to all these is players. that his contract technically expires next year, right? Mm-hmm, in 2024. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. PSG believes that he has an agreement with Madrid that he's going to go in 2024. But at the same time, they don't want to let him go as a free agent and make no money, et cetera, et cetera. Basically, the relationship I, between... I find this ridiculous though, right? Like, what's your problem? I signed my contract with you to end next year. So I'm going to go when it's over. So, but you you don't want that. You want me to sign a new one. But also, PSG is also they're kind of stupid too, right? And they also kind of put it in his contract that he would have a lot of power at PSG in the decisions that they make. And yeah, but so that's, that's but, but that's not even the issue. The issue is that they want to to, to him to, to either extend. They want him to either extend the contracts for more than next year or to sell him right now because right. they basically want to fuck him, right? But he is he's within his right to wait until. Uh, next year to leave as a free agent. So, but I think it's kind of stupid of him not to take the Al Hilal thing. Because basically what Al Hilal, they submitted a bid to PSG for 300 million euros, which apparently PSG had agreed for just one season, right? Because everyone thinks that he's just going to go to Real Madrid in 2024. Reported total package is 700 million euros a year, including commercial deals, which is like a, like a 2 million euros a day. Yeah, but like that's the same argument. No, uh, no, I understand. We, but we mentioned about Messi, right? No, no, but this is different. Messi was one billion versus but this is different. This million. is different. He's so young, and he just needs to go there for a year. No, just to like, make that money. But why would he do that? He already made so much money. He needs trophies. Messi, you could make an argument that he should go there, but yeah, this but guy needs just, to no win one, European no one, trophies. I don't think he's going to go anywhere this year, in 2023. Yeah, but he can't go to Saudi. What is he going to do with PSG? The, do you agree that Mbappe hasn't done anything on a European level? You went in the the league in France multiple years in a row even. Nobody cares about And plus his relationship time. with PSG is kind of screwed right now. It's very strained, right? They hate each other. He, he was left out of the Japan tour. He didn't even go. He's been training with... Honestly, I just think he's fucking up his career. He they, All this back and forth with Madrid, it's why... Just go to Madrid. He should have gone to Madrid ages ago. If you want to win trophies, if you want to compete at the highest level, you should have gone to Madrid. 
Like now this is this is so stupid. I, at this point, I really don't care about him anymore. Yes, you won a World Cup, but nobody cares, man. You gotta win. Yeah, he should have Champions League. He th- he made the wrong decision by staying at PSG. Yeah, you gotta win La Liga. You gotta win uh, Premier League. You gotta compete uh, w- with teams that actually like. Even when you look at the level in in uh, the French league and what they've been doing, they lost so many games. They were this close to losing the, the French league, PSG, and they had I mean, PSG, yeah, yeah, and they had Messi and they had all these players. It's just, I mean, not right now they have Luis Enrique, so maybe it's different. I don't know, but chances, like he wants the Champions League. He's not gonna want to do it with the, with the, with the, with PSG. Let's be let's be sure. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And he wants a Ballon d'Or too, right? But <laughs> He's, you're not winning a Ballon d'Or. Just say there, you're definitely not winning a Ballon yeah. d'Or. Well, I mean, the problem he has potential to win a Ballon d'Or, right? I don't oh, think no, there's I think anyone. No, no, no. There, he definitely has. I don't think there's anyone else like that. That's close to his sound. The but if, young if, ones. if Haaland just keeps winning in Europe and Premier League, yeah, why why would Mbappe be the thing a is, favorite Haaland over him? Haaland is not as good as Mbappe. Mbappe is way better. Technically, I agree. Yeah, but yeah. the problem is people care about results too. I agree. But anyways, nobody cares about Mbappe anymore. He can do whatever he wants to oh, do. Oh no, that I, au contraire, people care about him. I don't know, man. But anyways, more exodus to Saudi Arabia slash Gulf. Mane's deal in progress. And Sam Maxima. I don't know why he's leaving. I like that guy. This yes, guy. Yes, from Newcastle. The, Newcastle, yeah. So let's go through the list of the players that actually went to Saudi or the Gulf. This is an amazing... Like, when you look at these players, it's really ridiculous. Riyad Mahrez, Henderson, Malcolm, Roman Seis went to Qatar, to as said recently. Alex Teles, uh, Fofana. Um, this one, uh, Milinkovic? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roberto Firmino, Brozovic, uh, Jota, Eduardo Mendy, Karim Benzema, Eduard Mendy, Karim Benzema, N'Golo Kante, Ruben Neves, Kalido Kolibali, Cristiano Ronaldo, and Taliska. Maybe you don't know Taliska, but he's a good player. He went, I think, last year or something. He but was the real trailblazer in 2021. Who? who? Taliska. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it is crazy how good these players are. Right, and this is and this is still going on, right? Like they're, they're still already other making Saudi Arabia Pro League best starting eleven, and it already looks amazing. Yeah, it could be. I mean, like, any other team out there. Well, no? well exactly. Uh, but I mean, Mahrez, honestly, I'm a bit sad to see him leave, but maybe it's good for him. He wants to be in a Muslim country as well. Yeah, I mean, uh, all these players, when you look at it, it makes sense that they left. They've won everything. Even uh, Roman says he's been with with uh, he he. he He's been with Wolves for a long time. The best team, kind of, in my opinion, the best Saudi team is Al-Hilal. And they barely got as much players. Or like They didn't get as many as many players, I'm sorry, right. as the other teams. As Al-Ahli. Because Al- Al-Hilal is actually not bad. They've won the Champions League multiple times. And they also were in the World didn't Cup they, of Clubs they recently. They won the league last year, right? No, no, no. The, the league last year Etihad? is Etihad, yeah. Okay. Uh, it's, and now, like, Etihad, they basically have Karim Benzema and the other Moroccan dude who was the... the and the, Conte. Yeah, yeah, but like uh, in the front. So it's oh, basically the duo okay. is actually already not bad because they mm-hmm. played the game recently and like Mazema scored and gave an assist to that guy. So I don't know this Al-Ahli, I don't know how good they're going to be. I mean, Al-Nasr, uh, Al-Nasr and um, Al-Ittihad and, Al- uh, and uh, Al-Ahli. No, Al-Hilal, I'm sorry. They're all like the top three teams that have been top three for years. So we'll see what this Al-Hilal is going to do. We'll see. But it's looking like a, a lot of good players out there. Good for them because they're going. They're making some money for their family. I think at some point, there's not much like... I don't know. I don't know. Like, I... I don't know how important money is to them. I don't like. I don't know what to say. But I'm just like, no. I'm just thinking about why. Like, where is this going? Right. At some point, these people, like people, are gonna stop going there. 
Like, are we gonna start seeing players at age 22 who are going to Saudi just because they want to make 10 million a year, 20 million a year? I don't know. It's, it's. I don't think it's. I think it's kind of pointless to try to predict. Can they how come back? Go. Can they come back? Like someone like Ruben Neves, who's 26, 27 years old. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't dismiss how smart and clever yeah. these the Saudi Arabian state I'd, and investment funds can be, because I think what they're trying to build is something. And at, at a certain point, you can't compete with their money. I mean, they're getting close to the Premier League and already, right? In terms no, of money, in terms of spending, yeah, yeah. So, but 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 the thing is, you can make an argument that they can't come back because they're not gonna. They probably haven't com- competed in a really fierce league for a year or two. But at the same time, some people go. What if their league gets just as competitive with all those players? No, there? it can't. It can't because you, then you have to distribute in all, in, like across all teams. I don't think so. And even on the Champions League level, ah, it's true. not as competitive. I think that the thing is, you could also make an argument that people get injured and they don't play for a year, but then they come back as really good. So. You never know. Maybe they're going to come back. I don't know how this is going to shake out. Maybe- I think the real turning point is when your average football fan is going to start watching the Saudi league. Not just because of, oh, that player I like is playing there, but actually watch it. But I doubt it. That's the thing. Because it's people watch the Premier League because it is objectively an amazing league. It's objectively really good. People watch La Liga maybe they don't watch it as much because the level is not there. They only watch two teams. Right. And Barcelona lost probably a lot of its supporters. So the the, the, the reasoning on why people watch the Premier League is it's absolutely like makes sense. It's extremely competitive. It's by um, miles and miles the best league in the world. It's so good. Like, so I don't know. I, it's very hard for me to see, to envision that a lot of people are going to start watching the Saudi League, at least in the short term. Last things I wanted to mention is the Abramat saga. So I don't know. Like it's um, there's so many rumors about Amrabat joining Man U. Uh, some say he will cost 30 million pounds. Others say he will cost 50 million pounds. I really don't understand. I don't know which one is accurate. What's certain is that he is actually on Man U's list, and they're waiting to finalize this thing with this Hoyland, uh, who's from um, who plays in Atalanta. Um, they're saying some some websites are saying that he's already agreed personal terms with. Uh, yeah, apparently they're they're United. trying to sell and get rid of Fred and maybe another player. Honestly, before I don't they even can... know because Fred is really good. Why are they doing that? Fred is a, a beast defensively, so I don't really understand why they're doing that. He's not traveling um, with Fiorentina. Fiorentina, yeah, Amrabat is not traveling with Fiorentina for preseason, so I really hope he goes to Man United. Apparently, he turned down Liverpool to go to Man United. People are saying it might be the so ETH, many players. It might be the ETH true, connection. true. People are saying so many players turned down um, Liverpool or other other Chelsea to go to Man United because ETH is that convincing. No, 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 <laughs> no, 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 no. It's because of their history. No, I know, I know, I know. I don't think he necessarily says, "Oh, I don't like Liverpool." But not just Amrabat. Even the players, uh, the other players, like uh, Mount. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Anyways. So let's see what is going to I really hope he joined. Like the, the United crowd seemed to be extremely so, so, excited so, about so him. So we're, we're just going to have a Manchester derby in this household. For sure. There's no more. Me, I'm not, I'm not supporting Manchester City anymore if I'm about to go there. <laughs> 100% supporting Man United. Anyway, uh, the last thing is Messi's great start in MLS with Busquets. They make it look like so easy, right? So I, I just think the level is not great. No disrespect yeah, to Inter so Miami. so easy for him. <laughs> so Inter Miami... They were never up with three goals in the first half ever. 
apparently. But then again, they were only founded in 2018, so... He looks really happy and everything, and you can tell, like, when he celebrates, and he goes, runs to his kids, and then there's just a bunch of celebrities now who constantly yeah, th- those, go to these those games. those celebrities are kind of ridiculous. It, I hate it's, that It's scene. a bit annoying. Yeah, it's I really annoying. It. Because that's not, like, how it is in Europe. But in now Europe, it's, like, it's, everyone It's more subtle. Yeah, it's more subtle. So when they like, go, you don't really know. No, and it's also not singers. It's also not like fucking influencers and but Kim Kardashian you know, and the, people the like The celebrities that. who go to football matches usually in Europe, and you usually know that they're big football fans. Exactly, right? yeah. And it's usually like ex-football players and things like that, yeah, ex-managers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so it's it's a bit strange. Um, but I was wondering, he seems to have really fit in well with, you know, David Beckham and his family and stuff. How do they speak to each other? That's true. I don't know. I don't know how anyone speaks to Messi who doesn't speak Spanish. Like, even Busquets, his... Maybe Busquets' English is better, so he's there translating. I doubt it. But I, I'm serious. Dude, like, how even, are they communicating? Even his Spanish? I is ratchet Spanish. Exactly. I don't understand it that well, right? Like, I can't even... Like, when I watch TV shows, I'm able to pick up a lot no, of things. I, but when I hear Messi speak, I'm like, what the fuck is he saying? I know a couple Argentinians, and they basically tell me the, ver- the the accent and the version of Spanish he speaks is not is not very refined, let's yeah. say. It's, you know, a lot more slang, and he doesn't use proper Spanish, and, you know, all that stuff. So, th- th- I really think, because, you know, there's pictures of them out for dinner, and they're always together. Yeah, yeah, how, yeah. how are they talking to each other? Maybe his wife speaks better English. Oh, yeah, yeah, his wife does speak. Yeah, thing? yeah, exactly. <laughs> she does all the translation. But, uh, but kidding aside, I do think that if they get Jordi Alba as well, and they get, like, I don't know, trying to get Suarez. Suarez? Yeah, I think they could compete on, um, on like, a really, like, high level. But then they're just going to dominate the they league. They're going to dominate, for sure, right? Like, it's... Great for uh, Beckham. I guess he's gonna make a lot of money from it, but I think they could because Messi, he looks like he's he's gonna he's gonna score so many goals and he's gonna be even more of a goat <laughs> than he already is. So good for him. I love Messi. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and finally, to wrap this up, so basically, Juventus had all that trouble, right? Last year, they had a first initially. I think it was a fifteen point deduction or mm-hmm. twenty point. It got mm-hmm. reduced to ten points because of an appeal. Or was it 20 to 2015? Anyway, they had a point reduction. Wait, it got reduced or it got reversed? I thought it, re- it was reversed. It reversed, but then it got reduced. The UEFA now ruled to remove Juventus from the European competition this season. So they're expelled from the Conference League. And the position is going to Fiorentina. No, really? Exactly. Wow, good but, for Fiorentina. Yeah, so they also have to pay a fine of 10 million euros for FFP rules. And they're not... Now, they're not appealing the decision, which is interesting. And then they have to pay another 10 million euros. But that's conditional in the fact that there will be no future irregularities on their finance statements. Basically, this is just concerning their revenues from player registration rights, um, inflating their trading revenue, the same kind of stuff that teams always do, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And also UEFA came out saying Chelsea will also play, pay 10 million euros for incorrect and incomplete financial information between 2012 and 2019 under Abramovich. And since they didn't qualify for Europe, there's no relevant expulsion from European competition. <laughs> that was implied. I just had to say that because it's funny because they didn't even qualify didn't for actually, Europe. Didn't they didn't need that. to expel them from anyone, anything. Whereas Juventus, at least they, they qualified for the Conference League with that point deduction. And so... I, I guess that's the upside to not qualifying in Europe. Well, <laughs> you're not going to be... You're not going to get... I just thought that was... A, I'm pretty sure, like, if they did qualify, there would be some consequence there. So, I mean, they're, they're getting fined 10 million euros, same amount yeah, as Juventus. How about Man City? Didn't they open an investigation But that's going to take year? a while. Yeah. This was under Obamovich from 2012 to 2019. Oh my God, and this is just... So slowly. Right. So, if City's going to get any kind of, you know, then it's going to be later, I think. Anyway, we're looking forward to the start of the season. We hoped you enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you in the next one. Bye!